Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of the business of thinking big. Here we are, episode 99 of my podcast. I cannot believe it. I've been recording this show for nearly two years now. Whoa, time has flown by. And 99 episodes, super exciting. And I'm even more excited about next week's episode, which will be episode 100. I was inspired by a few of my mentors and thought leaders who have done this on milestone episodes of their own podcast. So next week, you're in for a treat. On episode 100, rather than me droning on and on about the stuff you hear every week, I decided to bring back some of our most popular guests and some of those thought leaders you all have fallen in love with over the years on my show. So some people like Rick Mulready and Trish Taylor and Leah Pickard, I'm bringing them all back to share their words of wisdom. And they're going to be sharing, I basically, I asked them to come up with their best piece of business advice. So it's going to be a really great episode. I've listened to a few of them and I have to tell you, I'm so excited for you to hear this. So that's what we have coming up on episode 100. So you'll definitely want to check that out. Now, for today's episode, I was really inspired by this new book that I saw. I think it's 12 Things Successful Women Don't Do. And I thought, that is so genius. That is definitely a book that we need. And I started thinking about, what are some of the things that I see successful women do do in their lives and in their businesses? Now, as many of you know, I'm a business coach. I work with many types of businesses, but a lot of my VIP coaching clients are multiple six and seven figure business owners. And so I started to think about what are the things that I see the most successful and happy of those women do again and again and again. And I started to see some themes and I wanted to share those themes or concepts with you in today's episode, because I think we can all learn from someone who's just that little bit further ahead. So while I'm pulling these ideas from my VIP clients, my multiple six and seven figure business owners, I think that you can start to apply at least one or two of these right away in your business. Even if you're just starting out, or even if you're just working to your first six figures in your business, I think these concepts are really going to support you no matter where you are in your journey. So are you ready? Let's get started. Okay. My number one thing that successful female entrepreneurs do is they look at the numbers. That's right. If you want to be a successful business owner, then you're going to have to pay attention to the dollars and cents of it. After all, you're not getting into this because you want another hobby. (laughs) 
and your time is really valuable. So if you want to be a success in your business, then the numbers matter. Now, I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to have a six-figure or a seven-figure business. In fact, quite the opposite. I think wherever you're at, you should be thinking about the numbers. And specifically, the things that I see early business owners are not paying enough attention to are what's coming in, what's going out, and what's left over at the end of the day. Essentially, they have no understanding of their gross revenue or their profit margins. And I often hear women say this a lot, I have no idea where my money's going. Or I have no idea how much I am paying myself. If that is you, I want you to know you're in good company. Okay, this is something that we can fix. So don't worry. One of the ways that you can fix it is to just start being more intentional about the numbers, looking at them more often, paying attention to what you're charging people. In fact, I just got an email this morning from one of our A players and she said, literally her words were, you were right. I'm not charging enough. When I started to look at the goals that I have and the time that I have to get there, I realized it just didn't add up. I want to give her a shout out. She'll know who she is. I just really appreciate when women are willing to do this work because One of the biggest reasons why women end up in financial despair, especially women that end up becoming separated or divorced one day and not having any clue on how the finances work is they're just not paying attention. And this is something we can absolutely fix. As I said, it starts with just deciding to be a little more intentional about it. And that is why at nearly every conference we do, we bring in someone to speak about the money stuff in some way. And that's exactly why this year at MamaCon, I have my friend Tasha Cochran, who's going to be speaking about exactly this. Tasha is a lawyer and wealth expert, and she helps women and families grow their wealth and enjoy their wealth along the way. So because she is a business owner, we're going to be looking at the business stuff, but we're also going to be looking at the personal stuff too, which is the stuff that not everyone is talking about. So marrying both the business and the personal and understanding what that needs to look like and feel like in your business to be successful for you. Remember, not everyone needs to pay themselves a salary of six figures, but you do need to pay yourself. So Tash is going to break it all down for us at MamaCon. If you missed her episode, it was a few episodes back. It was all about how women block themselves from wealth, and it was so good. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. But if you want more of this, then you got to get yourself to MamaCon on Friday, October 23rd. It's going to be amazing. Tasha's such a wealth of information that I'm so excited. She's going to be bringing this to our mama entrepreneurs. So that's item number one. Successful female entrepreneurs look at the numbers. They don't shy away from this. They get intentional about it and they stay on top of it. Okay. Item number two is that successful female entrepreneurs invest in growth. And I'm not just talking about personal growth. I'm talking about all kinds of growth. Now, in the early days, I know that your time and your revenue is limited, and it feels like you just can't invest in anything some days. But I want to remind you that it takes funds, it takes time, it takes intention to grow. 
the most successful female entrepreneurs that have built incredible businesses didn't get there by not investing in themselves and by not investing in business growth. So some of the things that I'm talking about specifically, I have mentioned on this show before, investing in your own personal and professional development. And sometimes when we do that, it feels like a bit of a gulp because it feels like we're spending money on something that we're not sure is going to get us results. But I can tell you after coaching literally hundreds of female entrepreneurs over the years, when women invest in themselves, they show up very differently, they get intentional, and they do the work. One of the best investments I have ever made over the years is in coaching and mastermind programs. I've talked about this multiple times on this show. Another area where I've invested is in experiences and events that put me in the room with the people that I want to connect with. People that you've heard on this program before, people like Jill Stanton and Rick Mulready. Basically, the whole reason why I am in their world to begin with was that I invested in something of theirs that they were hosting or putting on. I love live events. And so one of the ways in which I meet A lot of mentors and peers is through live events, but those things cost money. I believe in investing in that because I know that it's more about the content I'm going to get on the day. I know that when I invest in conferences and business retreats, I'm going to leave with so much knowledge and inspiration and new connections. It just pays for itself again and again and again. But when I'm talking about growth, so yes, I am talking about the personal, the professional development. I'm also talking about investing in things like marketing, investing in getting your business exposure. I see a lot of early business owners that cling very tightly to every penny and they want to do everything on the cheap. So they're focusing solely on organic social media and solely on their small little email list. And that is great, but it will only get you so far. Sometimes it requires investing funds, actual dollars to get your business seen. I'm actually thinking of some of our MamaCon sponsors and some of them have sponsored multiple events of ours. They know by investing in us, by investing in being a sponsor at one of our events, their business is going to get seen by hundreds of their ideal client, which is exactly what we want. It's a total win-win. But these women know that while there's an upfront cost to that, it's going to pay for itself again and again and again. The number of people that have either spoken in our events or have been sponsors of our events that have come to me and said, I still get clients from to this day, or women that have been on this podcast who've told me, I got, I got clients as a result of speaking on your podcast. That is absolutely something that lights me up to no end. These are women that believe in the power of investing their own time and energy and money to get their business seen by more people. Again, there's only so much we can do. And we kind of basically burn through our organic audience, usually within the first year or so. Some of you might be experiencing that right now, saying, well, I've kind of reached my max about who I'm going to reach here in my own organic and grassroots ways. It's time to start investing. 
And for some of my VIPs and even some of my A players, they're starting to invest in things like Facebook ads or Google ads. And while that can be scary, and sometimes it feels like, am I going to see this investment back? It is absolutely essential to get to the next level for many of my business owners, depending on what results you want to create. So early business owners, women that feel like they're still struggling with that scarcity mindset, they have trouble with this. They have trouble understanding that when you invest in yourself, you see returns on that investment. You see massive results. It really is sometimes a matter of trusting in the universe, trusting that your investments will pay off. But the women that I see, my VIPs, let me tell you, they are 100% doing this and it's showing. It's showing in the way they feel about themselves. It's showing in their business growth. It's showing in their numbers. So I really believe that number two, investing in growth is one of those things that successful female entrepreneurs honestly don't even bat an eye at. That's just a given. And that's certainly a given for me. I mean, at this stage in our business, we are investing tens of thousands of dollars in marketing, tens of thousands of dollars in personal and professional development, both for myself and for the women on my team. I think this is so important. And if you've been resisting this, maybe it's time to lean into this a little bit more. Okay. The number three thing that successful female entrepreneurs do is they dedicate time to focus on big picture thinking. The number of women that I hear tell me that they feel like they're a hamster on the wheel, or they'll use the expression, I just feel like I'm on the treadmill, or I just feel like I'm treading water, but I don't ever have any time for me. I don't ever have any time to just work on the business, work on my strategy, think about that big picture stuff. If that is you, I want you to know you are so not alone. That's super common, especially in the first few years. But again, my most successful women that I coach, they are creating what we call CEO time. They're creating it and they're blocking it off in their calendar and they're protecting the hell out of it. Why? Because they know that having time and space to think and dream is so critical to their success. Not only is it critical to them coming up with their best and brightest ideas, but it's also just self-care. It's also important that we just carve out me time in our day. For many of you listening, you're running businesses, you're hiring team members, you're working with customers, and then you've got a family that you come home to every night. You're juggling a lot of things and you're constantly around other people. You're constantly tackling other people's needs and wants and desires. And what happens is your own me time gets put on the back burner. So if you're waiting for me time to magically open up in your calendar, you're going to be waiting a long time. And I can tell you this is especially critical for women who are at the six-figure level and they're moving towards the seven-figure level. If you do not block off that CEO time, I'm not just talking about, you know, me time on the weekends and in evenings. I'm actually talking about in your work week calendar. If you're not blocking off that all important CEO time, then when are you supposed to come up with your big ideas? When are you supposed to be strategizing and mapping out your plan? 
you're not going to have time for that, which means you'll just stay on the hamster wheel forever. You'll just stay working on the day-to-day in your business. You're basically treating yourself like an employee. But I can tell you that CEOs of the most successful companies in the world, they are not in meetings all day, every day. They are not facing clients. They are not creating social media graphics. Although I know some of you feel like you have to do that stuff. What you're going to need to do is let some of that go to someone else so that you can create time for that big picture thinking. Again, I love the term CEO time. And I would love if some of you reach out and tell me that this inspired you to block off CEO time in your calendar. If you will, if you're up for the challenge, then go for it and then let me know you've done it. You can hit me up with a DM on Instagram at Leanne Kim Coach. I'm always dying to hear this stuff. I love hearing that something you heard on this podcast has helped you move your business forward. But that's number three for sure in my books is that successful female entrepreneurs dedicate time to big picture thinking consistently, not once in a while, but every single week in their calendar. They've blocked off this time, they protect this time, and then they do it. They show up and they do the work. Okay, the number four thing that successful female entrepreneurs do is they plan. And we're kind of touching on this in the last item, but I want to take this one step further. They are essentially making a plan for their business, and then they're implementing that plan. And I see a lot of business owners that when it comes down to it, they've got ideas, but they're in their head and they actually haven't mapped out very much for themselves. They're basically flying by the seat of their pants, if you will. Does that sound familiar? Well, it might. I'm hoping it doesn't. But if it does, again, you're not alone. However, successful female entrepreneurs are absolutely planning. They are absolutely designing the kind of content and products and the kind of business they want to have. I truly believe that if you want to have a successful business, it's not going to happen by accident. Well, for a lot of you listening, you might be thinking, well, Leanne, that's actually what's happening. I'm kind of accidentally experiencing success. And to that, I would say that's awesome. Congratulations. But that's basically luck and luck is not going to carry you forward. As I like to say, luck is not going to be what gets you to six and eventually seven or eight figures in your business. I think it's very important to get intentional about how you want to generate the revenue you're going to generate in your business. So for many of you who have online businesses, that's essentially thinking through your various launches, mapping out key dates, mapping out your various revenue streams in your business, thinking about a plan for not only yourself, but for your team as well. Because again, for many of you to reach the level of success you want to reach, you're not going to be able to do it alone. So this planning piece is really important. And this is a lot of the work that I do, again, with my VIP clients is when they're working with me, that is their time to plan their business. Now, not to worry if you feel like it's not in the funds right this minute to hire a business coach, that's okay. I'm actually going to be talking on this very subject at MamaCon because I think it's so very needed. And what I see a lot is when women don't have a plan, 
what ends up happening is their business kind of spirals out of control and then eventually fizzles out or it spirals. And what they find is they become a slave to their business. Their business is essentially running them and not the other way around. And it totally saps them completely of the joy and fulfillment that they wanted to experience in the first place when they created this business. In essence, we can end up inside a prison of our business if we're not careful, if we don't take the time to design the business that we want. So the topic that I'm speaking on at MamaCon is how to design your dream business. And where we're looking at quite a few elements inside that. We're looking at having a strong vision for your business. We're looking at understanding your role as CEO inside your business. We're looking at things like revenue and team. We're really getting to the nitty gritty of designing an effective and successful business. So as I said, I truly do believe that successful female entrepreneurs are making a plan for their business. They're not just winging it every day. They're putting stuff on paper and they're executing that plan. And I really hope that even if you don't come to MamaCon, I hope that you'll do this work. But I will say that coming to MamaCon is probably the least expensive way of being able to do this kind of work and get this plan in place for yourself. Okay. So the number five thing that successful female entrepreneurs do is they surround themselves with the right people. Now, I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but I think it bears repeating. Now, when I say they surround themselves with the right kind of people, I'm talking about on all levels of their business. I'm talking about their clients, they're working with dream clients, their team, the people they're bringing into the business really believe in their vision and their mission. I'm also talking about their peers, the people that they have in their world to bounce ideas off of and gain support. And of course, I'm talking about their mentors, people they look up to in their business as well that can help them learn and grow. There's a lot of different people in your business, and you really do need to be very intentional with this. We need to be surrounding ourselves with the kind of people that believe in us, that are champions for our vision, and that are actively helping us get to where we want to be. And all too often, I see people are growing a business but they're not working with or they're not surrounding themselves with the right people. And that's why this journey can actually feel very lonely. I know a ton of female entrepreneurs and successful CEOs feel extremely lonely in their business and they feel like they've got to carry this weight all on their own. But I'm suggesting that you can find opportunities like MamaCon, like virtual conferences, events, masterminds, to put yourself in the room with the right kind of people, to really surround yourself with people who can give you the knowledge and the resources and the support you need to grow. I really think this is so important. I want to give you a few examples here. Now, you all know that Amy Porterfield is speaking at MamaCon 2020, but did you know how that happened? Well, 
I've mentioned this, that I was a student of Amy's, but I also invested in a mastermind. I invested in Rick Mulready's Accelerator Mastermind Program, and that was two whole years ago. And as a result, I actually had the chance to meet Amy in person a few times. And because of that, I got to know her. She got to recognize my name and my face, and I became someone in her circles as opposed to this faceless, nameless somebody who was a student of hers. I invested I paid to put myself in the room with Rick and people like Rick. And as a result, I built a connection with a powerhouse entrepreneur and mentor of mine. And because she knew who I was, when I reached out to her to speak at MamaCon, she didn't hesitate. Now, of course, I was still shocked, but none of that would have happened. Her coming on this podcast last week, none of that would have happened if I hadn't surrounded myself with the right people. I basically up-leveled my peer group big time by investing in that mastermind. The other thing that happened as an immediate result of that mastermind was I was on Rick Mulready's podcast. His podcast has been listened to by millions of entrepreneurs worldwide. And to this day, I still get people reaching out, inquiring about coaching and our programs who say, I heard about you on Rick's podcast. So that in and of itself, that surrounding myself with the right people gave me immediate exposure because it was only a few months that I was within in his mastermind that I was on his podcast. And that led me to another example, Mr. James Wedmore. Again, I invested in James's programs. I met James in person, again, as a result of events, masterminds I had been a part of. And because of that, he knew who I was, which is why he agreed to speak at our last conference. And I'm really pleased to say that being on James's podcast a few months ago, has had a profound impact on my business. So I want to show you that in all of these three cases with Amy, Rick, and James, and the goodness that came out of those experiences, all of it I can trace back to surrounding myself with the right people. And in this case, I'm specifically talking about peer groups, mentors, people who I wanted to be in the room with. And that is why we do MamaCon. I'll be very honest with you. I was thinking about this the other day. Looking back to the very first MamaCon, we're celebrating our fifth annual MamaCon this year, which honestly, I can't even tell you how excited that makes me feel when I say that. But we are. And I was thinking back to our very first MamaCon back in the day when it was just a local group of Toronto-based women. We got together in a local community center. It was the least expensive venue and I could actually afford it. So we invested in that space. I think we invested in a little bit of swag and we invested in food for the day, except rather than pay a caterer, I had to make the food myself. That is how low budget, (laughs) that's how grassroots we were back in the day. I was scrappy. And back in the day, I mean, I didn't even have the time then, but I just knew we didn't have the budget to cater this big affair. So it was 50 women in a room together. I made the food. We served them hot coffee. They had the best time. And some of those women, again, still tell me that they met 
their business besties as a result of that day. They tell me that they have formed these breakout masterminds that are still in existence today. I mean, if that is not high praise, I don't know what is. That means so much to me that that happened as a result of me bringing these women together. So even back then, when it was our first event, we didn't know what we were doing. Women paid to attend that. We got 50 people at that event. Now we're looking at a virtual mama con, of course, due to COVID and social distancing. We are not able to have the kind of event we want to have in person this year. But that's what's so great about it. This has enabled us to attract hundreds of women across all of North America and beyond. It's enabled us to attract speakers like Leah Key and Amy Porterfield and Tasha Cochran, who are not local to us, who basically wouldn't be able to do this were it not for our virtual conference. So I believe that everything happens for a reason, and I am really excited about MamaCon. And if you've been feeling like, you know, it's time for me to really surround myself with women at the next level who are doing incredible things, it's time for me to up my peer group and get in the room with some of those powerhouse entrepreneurs, then MamaCon is truly one of the least expensive ways I know that's possible. Tickets start at $69 and we're even doing a few promos over the next few weeks, so you'll want to keep an eye out for that. But at that price point, to spend the day with some amazing powerhouse female entrepreneurs, I truly can't think of a better value. I'm saying this because I have seen MamaCon change lives, the lives of our speakers, our sponsors, our attendees. And I really think if you're listening to this, you deserve to be a part of that. You deserve to invest in your own growth here. You deserve to dedicate time to focusing on the big picture in your business. You deserve to create a plan for yourself. Are you sensing a theme here? Well, I certainly hope so because we design MamaCon with intention. We design it to help you achieve the kind of success you want to achieve in your business. So if you're thinking about some of these things and you're thinking, it's time for me to apply some of these five success principles that female entrepreneurs do, then I highly recommend you join us at MamaCon on Friday, October 23rd. It's going to be a great day and I hope to meet you there. Hey, are you ready to have an incredible day with me and some of my awesome mamapreneur friends? If so, I invite you to join me at MamaCon, our annual conference for mama entrepreneurs. This year's theme is bringing joy back to your business. And I am so thrilled to be joined on the virtual stage with some of the most incredible female entrepreneur speakers of all time. I'm really excited that this year, Amy Porterfield will be joining us alongside Tasha Cochran, Janet Castillo, and myself, and so many other amazing mamapreneurs. It's going to be a phenomenal day. It's on Friday, October 23rd, and it's virtual. So no matter where you are in the world, you can join us. To find out all the details and purchase your ticket, head on over to mamasandco.com slash mamacon. That's mamasandco.com slash mamacon. And we can't wait to see you there.